Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Uh, greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. your coffee, Master. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is an intern here, so he brought me coffee so he can learn how to run things around here. Uh, yeah, this Will there is, be anything else this morning, sir? This is a console. Anything I can do for you? Anything at all? If you slide this up, this is on the air. Your your remarks are going out are, on the radio. Oh, are we on? <laughs> oh, okay. Good morning. <laughs> Joe, my new intern, is doing a super job. So That's right. And welcome aboard. It's not like the old days where you had a secretary to go get your coffee. A uh, secretary. I've never had a secretary that would get me coffee. We've had secretaries. We had two male secretaries here for a while, too, but they would not get me coffee. Oh, well, I'm sorry about that. I think they said they would, uh, this the staff here would do incidental jobs just as a function of courtesy wherever possible, but not, uh, wasn't in a job title. I like title. that, a function of courtesy. Yes, I, I never knew what that was. <laughs> I still don't know what it is, but it sounds very polite and very very, very woke, really. It's Well, it, it has woke, wokeish tendencies, I suppose. All right, well, you are listening to On the Mark on WKOK. It's the live telephone talk show. We have open phones today. You can talk about anything you wish to. Didn't talk much on Friday about cursing in cinema, but she decided to be an independent. She was already... Smart move. Right. Already a pretty independent uh, Democrat, as it was. She made one mistake, though. She's still caucusing with the Democrats. Oh, okay. So she's not quite reformed. (laughs) Don't really understand what she gained by that, but... But, Well, I think think she's going to irritate fewer Democrats going forward, because she's not She's going to vote their way, but she's most of the time, but if she doesn't, she's not going to get any pressure. Yeah, so we can talk about that. If anybody wishes wishes to. Uh, let's see. We never did wrap up our conversation about the prisoner swap, uh, Brittany Griner, for uh, Mr. Boot, who is out now. Victor Boot, the, that exchange did happen. Where they exchanged in Abu Dhabi, right? Is that where they did that? Yeah, and he's already uh, selling guns again on the street. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's in Philadelphia, strangely enough. He came back. Uh, let's see. So that happened. And, uh, well, anything else? Uh, Janet Yellen saying yesterday that that the war in Ukraine is probably the biggest uh, foundational anchor that's keeping inflation uh, going globally and in, in, in the U.S. One of our listeners sends us an email about gas prices, so that's there, and the prisoner exchange and parental rights uh, dominate the rest of our remarks. Let's see, over the weekend we had uh, Judge Toomey and Sunbury come forward and say he'd be interested in common pleas court, and the GOP uh, convention was held for the 27th District 
States. Conference, I think they called it. Oh, did they? Okay. And that was uh, with Linda Schlegel-Calver emerging with the most uh, votes to make her the nominee in that. Uh, the election's right around the corner, January 31st. So, yeah, the election offices around here will have to hop scoot to it to get uh, ready for that. So 1-800-795-9565 is our open line. Our show sponsor for the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. Ask for callers to populate the line and uh, they did. Stan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. What are you irritated yeah, about what are, today? What are you angry about today, Stan? <laughs> Tell Everything. us. Oh, I got a question. Uh, so Cinema decides she's going to become an independent, but really not be an independent. And she's working, to, and she's working supposedly with uh, a Republican to work on some sort of uh, amnesty for the illegals coming across their border. Now, my, my question is, which laws in this country are we allowed to violate they be given a reward for. You because already asked that question. that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> right. Well, and I think even she, in one of her interviews, uh, well, I guess it was conducted Friday, said that the, the border is still a big issue that's, uh, I, I think she said it's the... It's one of the stones in the foundation that is keeping the Democrats' house unstable. <laughs> so uh, I, I think some Democrats are starting to realize that unless President Biden gets on the stick here, you know, people are realizing that inflation is worse because the illegal immigrants, so safety is compromised, uh, international homeland security is compromise it you know it's not just people coming in to mow grass off the books it's you know it's a it's a wide range of mowing grass off the books well i think you know when we had moderate illegal immigration in the past there were it seemed to be laboring jobs were available to people who were in the u.s illegally but now we have a wide range of issues that are associated with illegal immigration they're far beyond that and of course the fentanyl issue is associated with this that's part of it it's a bigger discussion but but in the meantime joe biden Biden continues to wander around the White House aimlessly, shaking hands with uh, people for 45 seconds, holding on to their hands. You know, he, he is just completely ignoring the border in that entire situation. So, And uh, they had last night, I think, uh, one of the largest groups ever come across illegally. Okay. And we're not doing anything. Not a thing. Well, of course they're coming across, Joe. They're being told that there's good possibility that they'll get amnesty which is what they're after. So they're going to be rewarded for breaking the laws of the United States of America. Well, that's one way to look at it. Yeah, it's funny because if it, let's suppose uh, you had some sort of a checkoff list and President Biden wanted to check off the things and the magnitude of the things he's accomplished, he has a few things that he can say that, you know, go in the good column. It is good list for Santa. But to leave the border... Uh, you know, relatively unchecked. It's not truly open per se, but it's hardly sealed. Um, and I think part of it, and this is Lawrence's worthless wisdom, I think he just won't do it because it was President Trump's, you know, one of his main tenants. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so spite against Trump right. will be used to destroy America. That makes perfect well, sense to me. What's the other logical reason? You know? well, there is no other logical right. reason. Right, and even that's not a good one. I mean, other than the fact that maybe you're hoping they become future Democratic voters, which, as we know from uh, U.S. citizens who are Hispanic, uh, they have a mind of their own and do not vote as a Democratic bloc. 
Well, we can hope that, but first, my thinking is, I don't care who they may or may not vote for. They could <laughs> vote all Republican. I don't care. They're coming here illegally. They're breaking our laws. As I said, which laws are we allowed to break in this country and be rewarded for? As a citizen, none. <clears throat> well, bank robbery, you'll get rewarded for it if you... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Temporarily. <laughs> Temporarily, perhaps, but you do get rewarded. Until you get caught. Right, right. You're rewarded until you're put in prison. Is right. that how that works? That's the way it works. And if, you're, and if you're lucky, you've spent all the money that you've stolen and gotten whatever you've gotten, so they can't take that from you. But you will be in prison and probably charged and made pay restitution, which I've never quite understood that when you charge somebody, convict them, sentence them, and say they're going to pay restitution while they're in prison. I, I've never seen how that happens. Well, well I think you get a dollar or two if you work in prison. <laughs> a dollar a day, maybe. You know, what yeah, are they getting now these days? 10, 15 cents an hour? I, I think a well, dollar a day. Yeah, but you also get three right. hots and a cot, right? <laughs> exactly. So maybe, maybe, maybe they take some of the meals and make them stay up longer and use and you know put that towards their restitution. It's never made any sense to me either. So, But there's a lot of things in this country that make no sense to me. You know, like why people would vote for a Biden or or a Fetterman, but you know, I, I can, you know, I have no answer for that. But well, I, I think there is an answer for that. I think the answer is Donald Trump. Oh, okay. So you're gonna, yeah. You know, he picked uh, the can. He picked no. I'm saying because no, of that. Okay. I'm saying he picked the candidates. He didn't. He picked people who had loyalty to him, not necessarily the candidate with the best chance of winning. Uh, well, Really? So a 92% success rate on his choices is is failure? Is that where we're going to go with? It is when he lost the United States Senate because of his bad picks. We were supposed to pick up four uh, seats. Four seats, they estimated. Four seats. Okay. So, so as I said, 92% success rate is a failure. Is that where we're going with? It is if you lost the Senate, and they lost the Senate. <laughs> yep, that's where I'm going. You know, things happen. You know, I, I have no answer for that because I know who I voted for. And why people voted the way they did, I have no answer for. Because they have to live with that. And we're all going to have to live with it. Of what they put in the, in the Senate from this state, which is a travesty in itself. But will you not but, concede that, that um, you know, Raphael Warnock got, a back, got back into the Senate for six years because Herschel Walker was not a good candidate? Will you admit, and I, I will admit, and I supported him, that Dr. Oz was not the best possible candidate. Now, in hindsight, I see that. But well, yeah, I didn't vote. For, I didn't. I, I didn't vote for Herschel Walker because I can't. Right. Although the Democrat, if I was a Democrat, maybe I could have. But that's a whole other story. But <laughs> as far as Oz, no, I didn't vote for him in the primary, so I will not take responsibility for that one neither. Well, I did, and I I accept responsibility. Yeah. My vote went for okay. Dr. Oz. Thanks, guys. <laughs> the person I voted for didn't get in. So it is what it is. So the next best choice was Oz, because I would never vote for, you know, a, a Democrat. I'm just going to put it out there, whether it's Fetterman or anybody else, I wouldn't have voted for him. Plain and simple, because I know what their goal is, and it's not good for America. Well, I would vote, so, for, vote would vote for and have voted for Democrats and Republicans over the years, because I tend to go with the person I think will do the best job, regardless of their party. Or has done but the I, best job. But I don't think that Fetterman is a quality candidate. I, I, I can't take the guy seriously, <laughs> covered in tattoos, with a, you know... Um, with his marijuana flag hat. Marijuana now, flag. Joe, and, right. 
Joe, that's what? being bigoted. Tattoos are the new modern artwork. Oh, are they? Okay. Well, I don't think it's that, a bigot. You know, well, so I mean, they're hard. I, I, don't, I don't fault him for that. Hey, his are hardly decorative. Stan, his are not decorative. I, I can well, go along okay. with you on decorative <laughs> yeah, tattoos, but his are political. <laughs> well, well, neither here nor it's there. It's like if I had Trump tattooed on my neck. Or I wouldn't have over. He, he had a freaking stroke. He was mentally incapable of doing the job. Now, maybe in six years he would have been. He may have healed up, been all better, and he could have ran again. That there is the problem that I have with what the Democrats did to this state. Okay? (laughs) They had other candidates that were physically capable and mentally capable. They had, and a, they didn't support them. Why? Well, for some and I reason, don't understand why. For some reason, even at this time last year, we were headed for a Fetterman and Shapiro Democratic ticket. It seemed to be a foregone conclusion that they were going to be right. the ones. For some reason. Well, well, uh, am I right, or did Fetterman have the stroke before or after the primary? In after the, the, I don't no, remember. He had it right before the prime. No. Oh, that's true. I think it was, it was maybe right days before, the primary, before but, right. but so he was in the hospital, but they said, oh, my God, he's going to be 100% in but two But even minutes, there were so. some people that thought he got a sympathy vote over Connor Lamb because of that. Well, that and and also the mail-in ballots were probably a lot of them were already in, correct? Yes. Oh, my yeah. gosh, yeah, the vast yeah. majority. See, well, that, yeah, the majority would have to be. There is a problem, in my opinion, with mail-in ballots. <laughs> Things happen that you can't change. Same thing with the representative that died out in the Pittsburgh area. His, he was on the mail-in ballot, and he probably won because of that. Well, Even people have died, been. The, the stuff was mailed in. But people correct? have been conventionally electing dead people for years. It has nothing to do with mail <laughs> well, in. No, and in I, Chicago, I always thought it was dead people voting. Right. But in Chicago, okay. they do. They may have a wonderful turnout record in Chicago, the dead. You know, people right. have voted for other uh, dead that, people. That leads to another question oh, about another one. State House of Representatives. All right. I just seen that. I forget what the guy's name for the Republican has sued because the supposed guy that says he's in charge down there in the House, down on the Democrat side, filed the election date of the 27th to replace the three people that one was dead, one went to Congress, and one became the lieutenant governor, which in my opinion, those two should have never been running for the state house to start with. Well, first of all, I, th- I think they were serving their state house. I don't think they were elected to the state house. And they, first of all, they weren't elected. It's a woman who's uh, taking over the Democratic Party as Speaker of the House, not a man. Well, well, I, it's Fitzpatrick is who the name was in the paper. I read it in the paper. I don't remember the names, but it was a guy. Oh well. Okay, the assumed control right now at the end of the term. And, I, and they write, it says in the paper that there's no Speaker of the House until they're sworn in in January. So whoever's in the Democrat says that they've assumed the power because they supposedly won the election, which I don't quite understand that, neither, because the new people haven't been sworn in until January. Somebody has to explain this to me because none of it makes sense. Well, the Democrats are claiming that because a majority of them were elected, that they have the right to reorganize the House. The Republicans are saying, well, you may have won the majority of seats, but one of your guys died, mm-hmm. and so you don't one have the resigned. majority. You Austin ha- yeah, Davis well, resigned. But still, that would make it 101, 101. Well, yeah. and, and that there, and, but you got the two people, the one that became the lieutenant governor. Right. And the one that's going to Congress. They were both also running oh for their state God. seat, the House seat, correct? Right. Yep. We yeah, okay. hit the road. <laughs> so now we got we to waste time and have a special election 
because they were too cowardly to resign or, or not run for this. They didn't have to resign from the seat that they hold, but they shouldn't have been running for the same seat that they hold when they're running for another seat. If that's still okay in this state, I that don't needs think to they change. were running for two jobs. I think they happened to already be serving in those jobs. No, one of them was running for another. Uh, so job. they ran. Their name mm-hmm. was on two seats on the. And ballot. that's okay. There's nothing illegal about that. No. You just have so to. That, we we can only accept be. one job, though. Okay. All right, it, we it got you, Stan. Be. Good they're points, powers. all. Thank you, Stan. Yep. Thank you, sir. Uh, have a good one. Hey, yeah, you bye. too, buddy. Okay, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is. Sorry, I'm a little rusty here. <laughs> what to do next? One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our open phones. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com, and you can text us at seven zero two three six. Include the keyword OTM. Hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 6.30 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6.30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. Mm. Out of auto repair. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. 1-800-795-9565. Got a caller standing Hi. by. Cindy, you're on the mark. Now you're on the air. <laughs> Go ahead. Where are the cookies? Good morning, gentlemen. Cindy, and where are our cookies? Before anything else, I wish you all the most wonderful Christmas and holiday season and a great new year. Where are the cookies? <laughs> Joe, come on. <laughs> <be polite. laughs> Joe's, Joe forgot how to I be never, I never get them. I'm always the last one to know that they're here. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> Sharing is apparently not a strength of uh, not here. With cookies, it's whoever... Devil take the hindmost. Marktopia yep. does not run this place, I assure you. <laughs> I, I've never had any complaints when I dropped them off, I'll tell you that. I know you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but I called to say that I agree with the previous caller. You should not be allowed to run for two seats at the same time. Pick an office, any office, and run. But you don't get to also run for the office, another office. So pick one. That's my problem here. So these legislators ran for governor, et cetera, and then obviously our lieutenant governor, he also ran for his House seat. So he ran for two things at once. No, I don't think so. Under what circumstances can some or cannot somebody run for two offices at the same time, too? When they already hold one. Well, they can run for them, you know, but the question becomes you can only serve in one office. Right. So if you are elected, a few years ago, a fellow ran against me for mayor and ran for a borough council seat at the same time. Mm-hmm. Now, he, he won the borough council seat, but if he had beaten me, he would have had to decide whether he was going to take the mayor or the council position. I and take I the mayor. And I say this undermines the re- real purpose of our government, which is to allow a multiplicity of people to represent this is single people controlling multiple seats, and in a bigger sense, these parties controlling multiple seats. 
you I don't think you should be allowed to run. You can't hold more than one office at a time. So what happens when you run for let's pick an I'm gonna pick an example school board and then you don't take that seat. You get elected to representative because you can't have two seats at once. Well now instead of that position being an electoral process, the board chooses a replacement, which allows the majority of the board to, in my opinion, pervert the right of the voters to make a choice. It should be the voters making the choice. Now, I understand in this case they're going to hold special elections, and I agree that that creates a costly and unnecessary delay in the whole thing. If you said, Cindy, you can run for office, but you got to pick one, right, then that won't add an election cost to the taxpayers of my district should I win and want, really wish I'd been something else. Okay. This is an unnecessary thing. Now, I get it. You know, Representative DeLuca died. It doesn't say much about his constituents that they elected a dead man. I mean, really. <laughs> this is not the dark ages when you didn't know the guy had died. He didn't die two days before the election. He died in October, weeks before the election, what and yet the, the people mindlessly of, voted for him. What was the obviously. proportion of mail-in votes that put him over the edge, do you know? Well, I have no idea. I heard 87% of the votes in the district went for this man who's dead. He's dead. <laughs> well, they want <laughs> okay. a Democrat. What? They want a Democrat there, so they put... Dead either, or alive. Yeah, dead or alive, <laughs> they're going to vote D, and when they have a special election, they're going to vote D. Well, this is how you prevent independents and third-party candidates from getting into government. This is yet another way to uh, bar the door, basically. It's not obvious unless you think about it. Now, if you can only run, I think you should only be allowed to run for one office, period. Yeah, and you'll have... In any given uh, election. When uh, Linda Schlegel-Culver in the 27th District Special Election has, you'll have a Libertarian candidate. They held a convention in Columbia County. Thomas Anderson was nominated. He's from Columbia County. Don't know too much about him, but uh, we'll interview him in the weeks ahead before January 31st. No Democrats? Well, I look forward to that election. I can't I seem to f- find what, how the Democrats are doing this. I emailed some folks about how what's the Democratic process, and I haven't heard back yet. One person gave me a diatribe, and the other two have an answer. <laughs> well, there you, you mean go. about how they seek to control the House, even no, no. though they don't hold a majority of seats? No, he was talking about how they're going to nominate someone to fill in for John Gordner. No, how they, well, they were concerned about how the Republicans handpicked Linda, and oh. nobody else stood a chance, and that uh, they're yeah, going to handpick... Had oh. She had they're opposition from Snyder County. They're going to handpick somebody rich, like, to replace... they don't do the very same thing? Well, I mean, or worse. Right, they don't even have an, any sort of a conferee process. My understanding is they pick them from Harrisburg, but we have not heard back yet from Harrisburg. Well, I I don't know about that specifically. I'm not yeah. intimate and very glad not to have been intimate to the ins and outs of all of this thing. But just step back, take a breath, and say to yourself, does this seem right? Why would we allow a person to run for two offices and then be forced into special elections where the party picks the candidate that's allowed to run? You see how this... Very totally undemocratic. The process. Very undemocratic. Totally perverse it. Right. 
All right. Well, thank you so much, Cindy. Thank you so yep, much. I want you. you to have plenty of time to bake, so we'll let you get back <laughs> to it. <laughs> so, selfishly speaking, of you course. You guys really have the greedy gimmies this morning. I'm kind of taken aback. We're not Santa greedy. Santa doesn't know what to make of this. Not greedy. <laughs> just grateful for our good friends. That's all. Yes. Not, gr- not greedy. Especially the ones that bake. And forward thinking. Especially the ones who bake. You got that right, Cindy. Forward thinking. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thank you, Cindy. Take care. Take care. Take care. All right. Cindy uh, sends a basket up with some good cookies each year. So and I, I never get them. Well, arrives, I always get the the last type, the last couple of cookies because everybody that is, is a everybody false, has eaten them before false, I get to them. False <laughs> statement. There's plenty of choices, and you don't really even like cookies. I anyway. love cookies. <laughs> oh brother! All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Write that down. You'll need it during the nine a.m. hour. I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf. Do as I've done. I did this last week. Went to the quick lane, make sure that my tires were pumped up with nitrogen. It turns out they were all pretty good, 35 pounds per tire, and uh, we are ready for winter. Of course, that nitrogen uh, less leaks out during the uh, summer and winter months, and the tires run cooler and last longer, so you can get nitrogen down at the Sunbury Motor Company. So I got pumped up with nitrogen, got my body work done, and got myself a little bit of a tune-up. They are looking for some technicians down at the Sunbury Motor Company, experienced or not, career changer or not. They are looking for some staff down there. They would love to talk to you, and they would like it if I would tell you about the Hyundai Accent. That's a vehicle you can get at the Sunbury Motor Company. It's it's an economy car, less than $20,000 on the sticker, 33 miles per gallon on the highway. It's uh, for folks that, like Joe, that squeeze every last molecule out of a dime. The Hyundai Accent, available at the Sunbury Motor Company. This is WDKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. (laughs) That's Vegemite. Oh, Vegemite. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, welcome on board. Uh, uh, the, you don't Joe. remember minute work, obviously. Joe did a funny, and I'll tell you in a minute here. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. One of our good callers was just on the line talking about the fact that you shouldn't be able to run for two offices at the same time, uh, not because you shouldn't have the opportunity, but because that necessarily sends one of those offices towards a special election. I mean, assuming you get to elected to one of them. Or uh, a, an appointment process by the board, if it's mm-hmm. a, like a council position or right. school board. Yeah, position. the way the right. Dems are going to nominate somebody for the 27th District to state Senate seat. Well, just so. as the Republicans nominated Linda Culver yesterday. Right. Uh, yeah, and it wasn't a, a, a wide... Uh, voters weren't involved in the nomination process, just some delegates, delegates, uh, committee people, that kind of thing. Well, do you really want to have pay for a primary election, a special primary, and then a special general? I think the Republicans should pick their candidate whoever they want. If I were well, a, they did. If I were a Republican, and, I, and that's the way we wanted to pick, it's a private party, 
I don't think a single taxpayer dollar should be involved at all whatsoever for coming up with nominees. Well, it wasn't in this case. Yep, that's fine. Well, good for them. All right, so, uh, yeah, we talked about that. Uh, can you run for two offices at once, or why can you? Is that right? Uh, the uh, Democratic versus Republican leadership issue in the state house popped up. Who's in the majority there? Republicans say technically it should still be us because we have the most uh, uh, heads in the building at the moment, and other folks uh, say no. The Dems got the most Democrats got elected, but half of them aren't there. Kirsten Cinema changed party, so we talked about that. One of our good listeners sent us a note about gas prices. Some other folks concerned about parental rights and uh, the prisoner exchange last week. So we got lots, lots of fodder here to get us started. So feel free to call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the market and text us at seven zero two three six. Include the keyword OTM. Lynn Hall, our good announcer, is next door, standing by, serving as producer, so she'll answer the phone uh, when you call in. In the news today, current State Representative Linda Schlegel-Culver got the nomination for the 27th District State House seat yesterday. There were 80 votes cast for her. 87 conferees were at the event. The conference was scheduled to pick the GOP 27th District State Senate nominee to replace John Gordner, who resigned several weeks ago. Clint Lanning of Luzerne County received five votes, and Tom Robotten of Snyder County received one vote. The number of conferees was based on Republican voting in each county in the 2020 presidential election. Meantime, in Columbia County, a Libertarian Party candidate was nominated for the special election. Thomas Anderson, who ran for the State House last month, says he is a small government conservative who thinks Pennsylvanians should have control over their own lives and not defer to the judgment of politicians. No indication publicly who the Democrats plan to nominate for the open seat. The election is January 31st. District Justice Mike Toomey announced over the weekend his candidacy for Common Police Court Judge in Northumberland County. Toomey, in his announcement, says, quote, I have the experience and qualifications to best serve the people as their judge. I feel I am the most qualified candidate based on my life's experience as a prosecutor, veteran, and magisterial district judge. Magistrate Toomey says after learning the news of the retiring President Judge Charles Saylor leaving office after a tremendous and dedicated career on the bench. He says he began to ponder the idea of running for judge. He's a graduate of Marywood University and Widener School of Law, an assistant DA in his background as well, currently a magistrate and a U.S. Army veteran and reservist, a former, a retired reservist, I guess you would call it. Uh, it's okay to talk to your teen or child about suicide. In fact, you should, says Dr. Nicole Polonichka, UPMC Central Pennsylvania clinical psychologist. It is very appropriate to ask and to have a conversation about that. A lot of times, individuals who are having those thoughts very much do want to bring it up with someone but are afraid to. They don't know how to broach the topic. We told you about the warning signs to look for in teens or young people who may have thoughts of suicide. She also, in a previous story, she also says a prevention method is to make sure firearms are securely locked. That slows impulsive decisions related to suicide. She also reminded folks that 988 is the national suicide hotline. Now, we talked a little bit about this. City and state Pennsylvania is reporting a nonpartisan state legislative agency says that Democrats do not have the majority in the state house. 
House. That's an advisory issued one day after the State House Democratic leader Joanna McClinton was sworn in as the chamber's presiding officer and scheduled three special elections for next year. The response to an inquiry from the House Republican leader Brian Cutler's office, who referred to McClinton's actions as a power grab, the Legislative Reference Bureau ruled that Democrats currently lack 102 seats needed to hold a majority, falling short by one seat. That leaves the House without a majority caucus, according to the Bureau. Peter Klein, associate counsel for the Bureau, says the limited case law on this topic suggests the House Democratic Caucus uh, may only count its 101 living members towards a majority, <laughs> short of the 102 members necessary for a majority. In other words, electing a, Demo- a dead Democrat doesn't cut All right. And as uh, Stan referenced, uh, AP reported top ranking Republican in the state house asked the Commonwealth Court Friday to prevent voters from filling the three vacant seats in February. Why? Because uh, Brian Cutler says that the Democrats did not have the right to to schedule a special election because they don't have the majority of the state house. So they don't have the option or the opportunity to schedule a special election. So... uh, but they did. Well, they did, but, you know, will they stick? Uh, that's a good question. I, I, I tend to agree with folks who say they don't have the majority, so they don't have the right. You know, maybe their clerk or um, this legislative bureau or somebody else should decide, or maybe Commonwealth Court or something should decide. But uh, in any event, okay, so to be continued. We have longer stories about these uh, two uh, updates from Harrisburg posted at WKOK.com. And talk about girl power. If you pay attention to the signature on your dollar bills, you might want to start. For the first time ever, there will be signatures of two women on newly minted $1 and $5 bills. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen's signature will be found alongside the U.S. Treasurer Lynn Malerba. The currency milestone will go into effect next year when the new notes go into circulation. So who was the first woman whose signature was on our currency? The name will sound familiar to you when I tell you. Susan B. Anthony. No. (laughs) Catherine Faye Granahan. Oh, wow. Yep. Good for you. And she was the Treasury Secretary at the time? Uh, she or U.S. Was, no, Treasurer? she was the Treasurer. Okay. Wow. Catherine? Faye Granahan. Grant, not Mick Granahan. No. Just Granahan. She and dropped without the, the second silent G. Oh, I got you. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, wow. Good for you. That's good trivia. Holy smokes. Why do you remember? Oh, never mind. You like money. So <laughs> that's right. That's why I how always you got read to the name. I always like to see who signed my money. <laughs> Well, yeah, you're a glong zillionaire. My it, Confederate money is signed by some people who are f- somewhat famous. Famous. <laughs> infamous, perhaps. Well, we have some quangs at our house that have swastikas on them, so. No, oh, do you? Well, that, I guess they're, they're infamous. Pro- I guess he approved them. Um, now I lost my train of thought. Oh, did you hear about that penny that has a double stamp or something on it? It's well, there are a couple of outtake. pennies that have double stamps. The 1955 double die is f- world famous. No, this is current. It's like. 2007, or more current than that even, maybe Hmm. just this year. Some penny has uh, an anomaly that makes it ultra-valuable. I haven't heard of that one yet, but I haven't okay, been well, studying yeah. this year's pennies <laughs> with any great detail. As you know, I'm not interested in this year's stuff. I'm interested in prior <laughs> year's stuff. <laughs> the older, the better. Right. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. One of our listeners send us a note up a right-hand corner. Yes, yeah, so what happened to all the talk about gas prices? The current national average is 3.27 a gallon. A year ago, it was higher at 3.33 a gallon. Six months ago, the national 
national average was over $5 a gallon. When Joe Biden took office, gas was at $3.32 a gallon. Since Joe Biden controls the price of gas, I think Mr. McGranahan should thank the president for the current low gas prices. Oh, yeah. Everybody was blaming Joe Biden, but okay. now that the prices are going but down... They, they if keep... Joe Biden would have taken some of the credit for the prices going up, I would give him credit for the prices going down. But he said he had nothing to do with the prices going up. I don't think our good listener cares about what Joe Biden does or doesn't do. He, he wants you to admit that Joe Biden has helped the gas prices go down. What did he do? What, what did he do? What, what did he, tell me what part, what action Joe Biden took that sent the prices down. Well, let's start at the beginning. What did he do to make them go up? He canceled the Keystone XL Which pipeline. had absolutely nothing no, to do with he, gasoline he, prices. He announced at the very beginning that he was going to get rid of fossil fuels, and that had a chilling... He didn't say we're he getting did. rid of fossil fuels. He said, fuels. my goal is to get rid of fossil fuels. He absolutely said it. Well, maybe eventually, it. but not immediately. He said it. And what that did is drive the energy industry into not being willing to make an investment. Okay. Because here's so a guy who's planning to get rid of us. Why should we spend our money to give him... So you disagree with his energy policy and his statements, and that actually had an impact on the price itself. Obviously. Okay. If, he, if he would have announced if he would announce what has today, he done to make the prices go down? If he would announce... Well, I don't know. I don't think he did anything. Right. You're so completely you uninformed me. on that. Well, uh, what did he do? I think tapping the oil reserves, the strategic oh, that, oil yes, reserves, that would be one thing. That certainly deserves a great deal of credit. That's about the lowest hanging fruit you can get, and well, it jeopardizes our national security. Oh, Good job, that. Joe Biden. You are it's a winner. What percentage of the strategic oil reserve has been tapped? You tell me. You seem to not think it's a problem. Well, you say it jeopardized our security. What, what percentage is I think he was willing to tap 10%. It was my... Oh, no. <laughs> much, much, much less than All that. All right. Well, then what is it? You said you know. Well, no, it was just a sliver of the... A skim off the top. That's all that he did because we have so much of it. But in any event, okay. So I'm, t- I'm just trying to point out, if you're saying his drastic energy policy and his words did force well, you prices you ask me what, up, what we did to I'm force a, the prices I, up, and I I'm, answered I'm you. I'm happy for the answer. Thank you. <laughs> Take yes anytime, for an answer, Anytime I can educate you, it's a good day. And uh, to help them go back down, I would say that, you know, that would be one thing, but I, I can't think of anything else. But everybody else, at the, when nope, he did it, caps. everybody said it was only going to be a few cents and for a limited period of time. Imagine how low they would have been if him, him or anyone else could have prevented the Ukrainian invasion. That's really what's keeping the Well, I will give him credit. Higher. I think that certainly had some impact on it, no doubt about it. Right, in a sense, it's ongoing. That impact right. is ongoing. All right, 1-800. Thank you for the email. Very, very glad to hear it's from one of the smartest women in the world. 1-800-795-9565 is the telephone number. Another one. Now, this would be from Friday during the show. Uh, during, right. Oh, we were talking about the uh, Britney. The terrible deal that Biden made to... Griner. Yeah, get Griner out. said yes to the only deal that was available, if you ask them. The only deal that was available well, that's because it's the says. only deal they cared about. Well, that's, well, no, he says that was the only deal that was there so and uh, what's his name was going to get out in 2029 so I said he was less than halfway through well suppose they had said thing. to Putin listen you don't give us the marine and her we don't deal well then Brittany stays there is that well, worth so it to you to keep her there I, I don't, I don't, not interested you don't in keeping, care. I'm not interested <laughs> in keeping her there. I'm not interested in trading an international mm-hmm. arms dealer for her. Right. No, I, but I understand. I, I, I don't agree with 
Okay, I don't agree with this, but I understand what the Biden administration is saying, that, that they are negotiating as hard as possible for Paul Whelan and all the rest of the folks that are, you know, there's one in Iran, and of course we've been talking about all the rest but of them. But which one was their focus, Mark? Which one was the well, one the they public, said? Well, the public, Mr. Biden picked the Brittany public. because she's, she clicks <laughs> off like 20 boxes on the on the who do we care about the most. Uh, on the woke agenda <laughs> right. list, right, so, okay. Um, right, there's, there's nothing fair about this. I'm just saying that, you know, this, the uh, Putin and presented... And who, who was incarcerated longer? Well, that other guy... Right. Whelan's and were they working on... And, and yet they weren't pushing... Yeah, but he's not charged with get him out. smuggling pot. He's charged with being a spy. Which is trumped up, about as trumped up as you can well, get. Well, maybe you know that to be true. I don't believe... You know, everybody who's saying that has, is a partisan hack, minus you, of course. A partisan hack. <laughs> well, that's what Putin says. She's a spy. Well, of course well, he's... Putin a, said she's a drug dealer, partisan. so what's the difference? Well, she's an admitted drug dealer. That Or not drug dealer. She had the drugs with her. A drug uh, Drug possessor. user. Right, well, you don't possess possessor. it without using it, do you? Do you just walk around? You walk around carrying some marijuana with you? Do you? I don't think it's illegal for her to, to use that in the U.S., wherever she was. It must be true. It was in a vaping pen, so I think it was legal for her to have it here. But if you were going to a foreign country, would you want to know what their well, yeah. laws were? <laughs> what did she call it? Hasty packing. Hasty packing, right. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful. You know, I, well, you know, I think after, when you, you and I don't travel the world, but I think people who do, I think after a while they could become lax and, you know, being ultra careful. But uh, the State Department repeated over the weekend, look, you're going to places where they don't like us. You're not going to be liked. Stay in compliance with the rules. But anyway, all the way back to what I tried to say and you wouldn't let me. The Biden administration <laughs> says this was the only deal that was offered, take it or leave it, and, you know, what's-his-name was going to get out eventually anyway, and there are some restrictions on his activity, believe it or don't, I don't recall what they were. But bear in mind but that he this was either pardoned or his sentence commuted by the president. This Mr. arms Bowden. dealer has, what, only 10 years out of a 25-year sentence under his belt. Mm-hmm. You know, and the Marine has been there for some time, and yet there was no active negotiation that was in the media trying to get Yeah, in out. the media. I think, the, the, well, the State Department, the president says we are negotiating, and it's active, and it's intensive. You know, it's 24-7, you know, and all this stuff. But laser-focused. Yeah. Joe's right. laser-focused. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you have to just take that on face value. You can't prove it. It's all behind closed doors. But in any event, uh, you know, so this was the only deal. This brings uh, Ms. Griner back, and it also... Uh, means we don't have to feed Whelan, or uh, what's his name anymore, uh, Victor Bout or Boot. So, all right. Uh, but to that end, right. <laughs> this is where this started. Oh, uh, we never read this, did right, we? Right, okay. we never did. For <laughs> Doug, we were sitting here debating his letter without even reading it. Doug says, after this deal the Biden administration made with Russia to exchange a lesbian basketball player for a lifelong criminal who kills and arms others to kill Americans, I really don't want to hear the left talk about gun control ever again. What a global embarrassment our current administration is. All right. Oh, and she's a lesbian. You've got to point that out. Not a normal person. Not like a real person. It's, she's a lesbian. We can't have that. Well, it's an accurate description of who she is, isn't it? <laughs> right. Yep. Excellent point. But none of her other adjectives. She's a person who respects and has pride in the U.S. as well. I heard, yeah, I heard on MSNBC this morning they called her a patriot. What is it she did that made her a patriot? A patriot. A patriot. One of their talking heads said, Brittany Griner was a patriot. Well, she, let's see, she kneels during the national anthem because she wants to fight for positive change in the U.S. That I mean that well, makes what, her what, what, you know, an outspoken what demonstrable citizen. patriotic activity has she taken part in? 
You got me. I think they're, well, it's like every time, you know, somebody's involved in anything, they call him a hero. You know, oh, he walked across the street to help an old lady. Oh, he's a hero. hero. <laughs> it's like, no, come on. Heroes go into burning buildings while everybody else is running out. Yeah, the words hero and love are overworked. Oh, I love you. Oh, I love what that, I, that's a love. Heroes are the cops that go into the schools during active shooting. Right. While every, Not stand the, outside. While all the students are trying to get out. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We're talking Brittany Griner. We can keep that conversation going. If there's anything else you'd like to discuss, just let us know. 1-800-795-9565. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 6.30 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6.30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. Mm. Out of auto repair. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. You can call us, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.wkok.com and text us at 70236. When it comes to the Brittany Griner, Victor Bout Exchange, and I said the State Department says this was the only deal that was being offered, one of our listeners says... NBC News reported Biden had a choice, Griner or Whelan, for, mer- or the, for the merchant of death. Then they suddenly changed the story to match the Biden narrative. <laughs> they came up with a new lie. Right. Well, they always do. <laughs> I think that's the political way these days. All right, Joseph, you are on the mark. Go right ahead. Yes, thank you for taking my call. I was wanted to comment. <laughs> you just said what I was going to say uh, about NBC News saying that he was offered either one. Uh, and then they re- reclined and, and uh, withdrew that statement. Uh, now, whether that's true or not, we don't know. But here's what I want to look at. His track record. This man has been giving away our money for his lifetime in the Senate. And so it's easy to deal with somebody else's money. It's not hard to give it away. Look what he did in uh, Iran, or not Iran, but in, in Iraq when he withdrew. He gave the Taliban, what, $80 billion worth of arms and vehicles and what have you? He was vice president when President Biden uh, gave uh, Iran a pallet full of money, I don't know how many billion or million. And so here's my point. If President Trump was in there, President Trump knows how to make a deal. He's a businessman. When he's dealing, he's dealing with his money. So if he loses it, he loses it. Now I buy and sell things. I buy and sell backhoes and houses and cars and trucks and everything. And I know how to make a deal. I never pay what they want, okay? Now, what I'm saying is, if President Trump was in, uh, Putin may have offered him this person that got out, uh, but Trump would have said, oh, no, no, that's no kind of a deal. You're going to get a a known arms trader here, and you're going to offer up, you're going to give me both of these people, and even more, probably. 
uh, to boot, you know what I'm saying, and they would have probably done it, where they know that Biden's a pushover, right. just because of his he's, track record. He's well, a bad at, negotiator. what President Trump did when uh, he got estimates on building an embassy in Jerusalem, uh, it was millions of dollars, and it was going to take how long, and he got it done for, I guess, a couple hundred thousand, and done it uh, under budget and, and in no time. I mean, this guy knows how to deal, and Joseph, that's why his policies were so good. Joseph, do you want President Trump back in office? Oh, I, I would gladly see him back okay. in, but he's never going to get back in. Right. Because if he's, well, he's running, of course, now. But here's the point. If he gets nominated, uh, that's going to, that's like, man, that's like setting off an alarm for all these liberals. They're going to come out to vote in in hordes just to get rid of him. <laughs> and and okay. that's a fact. I mean, he'll right. never make it back. Well, they, already, they already did that once in 2020. <laughs> so who would you like to see on the Republican ballot for president? Well, I think DeSantis would be a, a great president. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just because of his policies, and he, he's a very intelligent man, and he knows how to speak, and he doesn't put his foot in his mouth like President Trump does so often. Yeah. And, uh, you know. All good right. points. Good call. Again, uh, right. you, when you have these people in that are poli- lifetime politicians like Biden, uh, you can't get deals out of them because they're not dealing with their own money. They're dealing with our money, you know? Mm-hmm. And they don't care. But it's like President Trump. He didn't take his wages, right? I don't know what he did with him. He gave him to charity or something, I guess, or whatever. But, you know, I mean, that that should tell us something. All right. We got you. Yep. All right. Thank you, sir. Good point. Thanks Thank for you, calling Joseph. in. Uh, that takes us to Bill from Bloomsburg, PA, the only town in Pennsylvania. Go ahead, sir. Well, thanks for taking my call. Uh, listen, now, this is what I hope happens. I hope that uh, they indict Trump, and then uh, he's a completely acquitted of everything uh, all the uh, all the uh, witch hunts that they've been doing on that guy I agree with that last uh, caller that uh, no matter what happens Trump is not going to uh, I don't I don't I don't believe he would uh, right now that he would win the uh, a primary against DeSantis but I wanted to reminisce a little bit <clears throat> that, uh, I think that last guy brought it up about the it was 150 billion, billion with a b that uh, in the middle of the night they put on uh, a couple airplanes they wanted it in uh, gold and silver and uh, i don't know whatever to, they could put on that aircraft a couple aircraft and, and flew that over to tehran and uh, i just was thinking i wonder what they did with that 150 billion dollars well I turn the news on this morning, and I hear that uh, Putin's making a deal with the Iranian mullahs to expedite their uh, nuclear uh, program over there. So that most probably answers that, what they did with $150 billion besides spreading it around to the good fellas, Hamas and uh, Hezbollah, and uh, every organization that tries to kill Americans and has killed Americans. And then I reminisce back to the, uh, I think it was 10 or 11 sailors that were that were uh, taken hostage by the Iranian, uh, it's the Quds Force, their, their Revolutionary Guard Quds Force, uh, out there. And uh, not only did they take our, our sailors, but they, they uh, took a, a brand new PT boat with all the, uh, all the uh, high-class tech stuff on it. 
and uh, I think we ended up paying $10, $10 million per head. It was most probably twice that. But with this, uh, and I'm glad she's back, and uh, I hope they get the uh, Marine back too. But in a, in a few days, we'll find out not only did they did they trade the number one arms dealer in the world for, for uh, Ms. Greiner, uh, but, the, but we're going to find out that uh, they also uh, gave uh, Putin most probably a billion dollars underneath the table. That's what they always do, these great negotiators on the Democrat Party. And um, so, you know, things are looking pretty bad, and they're getting worse every day that, uh, that uh, oh, Biden is in office. And uh, it, just, uh, it, makes, it makes me fearful for my granddaughters. Yeah, I can understand why. Yeah, we're going to have to fight to get this country back. I, I think we're in trouble, and, you know, the people who are interested in running for president on the Republican side bring their own, you know, weighty mistakes uh, to the uh, to the government. So we're going to have to weigh carefully in 2024 so we don't make the same mistakes we just made. Mista- I want to know what weighty mistakes you're talking about as far as that governor down in Florida. It seems to me like he's been doing things right down there. I don't. I haven't really boned up on him. I'm not sure what his international standing is, or you know how he stands nationally. But we'll get an informed opinion on what he wishes to do by the time he announces. And well, gets I think going all you need so to do on. is see how how far the left goes in attacking him, and that gives you a pretty good idea of how well he's <laughs> well, been performing. I think that's just because he's I the front now, runner. I think I think now that Biden has the uh, primary set up for Kamala to win down in South Carolina, and uh, and the other the other primaries that. Uh, He's got set up. They got. They got. They they pulled the rug out from underneath Bernie twice, and uh, and now they're going to. Uh, Joe's going to take a bow out, and uh, the first primary is going to be South Carolina. And there's no way with 60 percent of the base of the Democrat Party being African American, there's no way that they're not going to be able to give it to Kamala, and she's going to she's going to uh, most probably win that uh, primary in South Carolina by. A thousand, you know, percent. So they got it set up pretty good for her. So, right. so they're um, thinking ahead. Now, what about President Biden uh, or <laughs> President Trump? A lot of folks say, or he's setting all this up so they can start another insurrection. Uh, both announcing that he'd be willing to suspend the Constitution. There was no no first insurrection, as far as I'm concerned. But I think I think what would happen, what would be good, would be that they indict that uh, Biden's Justice Department indicts the the uh, man that's running against biden and then uh he drops out or you know he just comes out and says listen there's no way i can win this because nothing's been fair uh and uh and then he's acquitted at a he, he goes to trial he's at acquitted at a trial desantis becomes president and desantis gives the whole trump family a blanket amnes- a blanket pardon for all the witch hunts that the democrats brought against them Gotcha. <laughs> Good luck with that one. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a real bright future, no yeah, matter what. Doesn't, yeah, doesn't we got radio stations that we can talk to. Yeah. Well, we're here. We're yeah, here. we have that. That much we got going yep. for us. There is hope. We're, we're open every day. day. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank yep, you. Call Appreciate again. Call. Thank you. All right. 1-800-795-9565. Yeah, that is one thing we do have going for us around here. We may not have good presidents or candidates, but we have an open phones. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. What is the reference on that? Um, oh, I believe they're talking about Linda Schlegel. Call Not certain, but do you want me to read that one? Uh, 
I guess, yeah, we'll oh, figure sorry. it out as we go. All right. I heard the elected representative state that she is advocating for passage of a bill that will strengthen parental rights. I'm a retired... Oh, I'm sorry. This is uh, uh, the woman that was on the show. She called in from the chamber function last Friday. Bor- Stephanie Borowitz, she's ultra-conservative, uh, elected uh, Republican up in Clinton and par- a big part of Union County. So she her district is right here. 76th district. Okay. Okay. Sorry about uh, that. Uh, the writer goes on to say, I'm a retired teacher and we educated students. We didn't indoctrinate them. We provided learning situations that challenged students to solve problems. I've spoken to local high school social studies teachers and they don't even teach the theories that the conservatives advocate. Parents already have rights to ensure their children are learning appropriate content. The parental rights advocate by, advocated by conservative actual, conservatives actually infringe on the rights of a majority of the students with book bans. I strongly disagree with her. All right. Super. Thank you. Yeah, that's the context for that. Yeah, that is left over from Friday, but we didn't get to it. Yeah, Stephanie Boros, no, very outspoken, uh, full full President Trump supporter and uh, uh, sort of in his mold, very outspoken on things that relate to wokeism and teaching and uh, national anthem and things like that. So pretty conservative. But uh, yeah, she has an open mic anytime. I hope she checks back in. We'd yeah. like, like to hear from, from her again. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark uh, on the topic of the prisoner exchange. Upper right hand, the word yes, Griner's Griner. Griner, well, there's two words missing. Griner oh. broke Russian law and go. went to prison. Was like a beacon for the people that Biden wants to please. <laughs> the Marine didn't help out Biden's agenda, so he was left behind. So wrong. A terrorist arms dealer for a basketball player? What a deal. Get them both out at once, and if she had to stay in jail until that deal happens, then that's what needs to happen. Bottom line, glad an American is back, even though she doesn't advocate American beliefs, but should have been both. Another slap to our wonderful military. Yeah, Joe yeah, Biden's that's a right bad, across the face. Uh, Biden's a bad negotiator. That Biden. seems to be Biden is a bad negotiator. I think that seems to be the the Biden very very bad man agreeable <laughs> line that comes out of this from both sides. Well, you know, we talk about his competency. You know, this is a terrible mistake from the standpoint of how it looks. Now, I'm sure the LGBTQ community is just thrilled that they made uh, Brittany Griner their priority. But that doesn't mean, well, I mean, the other guy's been there longer. He served the country in a capacity. He didn't break, you know, he didn't go there. And If he was spying, what was the nature of that spying? Who was he spying for? If he was spying for our government, if he was doing that, then you would think our government would have a high priority getting him out. So is he even a spy? I mean, that's, no, I don't think he, he's a spy. He's I don't think he's a spy at all. He says he's falsely accused. Back when we were talking about the majority in the state house, we got three texts. Okay, maybe the special, uh, maybe after the special election in January, the Democrats will control the state house, but today they don't. Yeah, I think I agree with that. <laughs> and then the Democrats trying to steal power in the state house. Who's violating the norms of the state house? It's not the Republicans. Yeah, why not just keep the both in or keep the Republicans in until, you know, they can't cause that much damage in that short amount well, of time. Well, no, but it seems to me that the natural progression would be whoever on the day that they have the reorganization of the house, they vote for a speaker. Count if the Republican heads. wins 101 to 100, then the Republican wins. Two weeks from now, they have a Democratic majority, and so they uh, make 
make a motion to revote and the Democrat gets in. Seems to me that it's that's the way it should work. Well, and that's the way that legislative bureau sits. The majority can change from day to day depending upon your. Um, Right, and the speaker your, would change with it. How many heads? Are there? Well, they would call them heads. I could see how them heads moving there? back and forth from the speaker's office to the leader's office to the speaker's <laughs> office to the leader's office. Right. And then the final one says, if a politician holds a seat that is not up for re-election, state senate, then yes, run for Congress or governor. If a state representative, absolutely not. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. That's absolutely it. not. Okay, 150 characters. Oh, if a state rep, absolutely not. Or there should there be a comma there and a period at the end? 150 characters describes how many t- t- characters you can put in a text. You would think a text would tell you, you're out of them. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think Twitter does that. You know, your, ta- your tapping st- disappears. You know, you've gone over the limit. But uh, this text system doesn't do that. So. Well, unfortunately. Okay. I think it's because you're, you're sending it from your platform to us. All right. Uh, upper right-hand corner. Then WRR says, Joseph, so the twice-impeached, duplicitous, election-losing former president who is the head of a corporation that was recently convicted of 17 counts of fraud, operated a fake university, and lost numerous lawsuits for fraud, is a deal-maker? In what parallel universe are you living? (laughs) If you Google Trump and Whelan, you will not find any mention of Whelan with Trump until last week. Trump didn't care about Whelan until now. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com and text us at seven zero two three six. Al's going to take me to task from Nori. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Thank you. Uh, I'm just thinking about if you had a scale when we were being ran by a conservative uh, leadership, uh, the last administration and uh, this administration and if you had the scale would it be going up or down on the scale what what are you what talking are you about measuring? what are you measuring the, uh just the peace in the world and things under control and looking good and doing things like uh moving jerusalem as the you know the capital of israel good things were happening People were making money. On the scale, I think that part would be going up. And we've well, been doing nothing but going down since he's been in. Well, wasn't... And then that brings me to the border, because the border, last night, they set a record. I think it was 7,500 came over. Yeah, it was a big overnight. crowd. Overnight. Big crowd. Down over in El Paso. 7,500? And we're going to be up to 18,000 a day. The man should have been impeached a long time ago. Well, yeah, I don't get that. Isn't that one of the U.S. laws? <laughs> I mean, the border is what keeps you a country. And now we've given money away. We're giving weapons away. We're, we're giving everything away. I mean, if I didn't know better, I'd say he was working on destroying this country. But, you know, he's uh, he's been in the government for 40 years. He's got to love this country. He made a living off of it. Uh, but the $34 million he got from other places, maybe that changed his mind. So, yeah, he's got to go. I, you know, if he, I, I don't like know who your... you're going to get next, but you'll find out who's been running him. 
I like your scale yeah. idea. I think that's what people do. That they just don't write it down, you know, or have an actual scale in front of them. But I think you could do that. You know, you could President Biden has had some successes, so you can put those in his favor. The budget deficit has doubled and redoubled and doubled again under his watch. So our debt continues to go up. Of course, President Trump did the same thing, ran up the debt. President Trump obviously did uh, had the board more more secure than President Biden has it. That that's going to break the scale. Gas prices were going down under President uh, Trump, but but Chris Trump had to start uh, deal with the beginning of he the was, pandemic. He, Trump was Trump was working on the bureaucrat end of it too. He knew how deep the state goes. I'm trying to reduce. We the have size too much going on. Yeah, I mean every what was that one thing he put in. For every law you make, you got to get rid of two or three. No, it's every regulation you every enact, regulation, you have to get rid yeah. of two. Yeah, you make, you got to get rid of a few. Yeah, that would be interesting. You know, that speeded things up, and, and stuff was happening. Well, and, uh, stuff's happening going downhill now. I, asked, I mean, it's the scale's just as fast going up as it was going down. I think I asked other listeners, I'll ask you, let's suppose President Trump does not get the nomination. Now, I know you're a fan of President Trump because you've called in the past. but let's I know they're tainting him so bad, though. Uh, it's it's a shame because I think he's being <laughs> led by a, a, some kind of patriotism that doesn't really show up much. Okay, well, that's And he fine. really loves this country, and I, I think he does. And he's he's been through the ringer. And I mean, if he does make it, he'd, he'd probably be a better president than he was the first time. <laughs> well, he can't be worse. Look at the bright side. Uh, one of our lists. Oh, never mind. That's not about Trump. No. Who, who are you? Who are you favoring? Well, Trump. I mean, I felt safe at night when Trump was in. Right now, I'm not. You know, I, I feel safe. But I mean, it's it's what the hell's going to happen tonight? Seventy five hundred more. Or it's going to be eighteen thousand more okay and where are they going and what are they going to do who are you who would you favor if not trump in 2024 well trump really is where we need somebody on the world scale DeSantis is a school teacher very smart very good person but he was a school teacher he wasn't beat around in new york for 40 well i wouldn't hold that against him (laughs) <laughs> a lot of good well, people. No, that makes you tough. What then killed Trump made him tough. He survived <laughs> all the there you go. all these lawsuits and everything else. And he's been surviving the impeachments. He's a survivor, and that's what we need right now. Well, you got a and, wide and range. DeSantis of... would be good to work his way in. I mean, he's got guts. I mean, if he should, if he, you know, you never know. Look at Kennedy. He didn't show his guts until he needed it. Okay. <laughs> and then then that's what we need. Are there any other Republicans you like early on? Um, I always like Ted Cruz. I think he's tough. <laughs> uh, but he's not going to ever make it. He's How old is he? 60? Uh, well, that's I wouldn't use that against yeah. He's running against a bunch of 80-year-olds. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> But anyway, but he's All been right. in the government too long. I got you. Well, yeah, he's, he's an, part of he's the deep state. I mean, he he switched to save his hide. Okay, but now DeSantis, I think, would be the the Ted, best pick Ted, right Ted now. Ted Cruz is fifty-one years old. Too young. He'd be our youngest oh, president that's in a while. Good. Yeah, good. he is. All right. We got you, Al. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. 1-800-795-9565. I said I didn't know too much about Ron DeSantis in the upper right-hand corner, or lower right-hand corner. Right. Time. Mark, you are correct. You don't know about DeSantis. Bone up on what he's done. All right. I will. Bone up, brother. Thank you. Bone up. I will. That's how you learn. 
That's you got to right. bone up. If you don't bone up, you remain spare in your knowledge. You've been boning down. That's what's been I don't wrong. bone down. I just haven't boned up on him. But I'm you sure. You haven't boned at all. You know, he hasn't done one thing that some presidential candidates do is they start to travel the globe and, you know, get get their uh, resume beefed up with international stuff. He just takes good care of Florida, and that's it. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We'll can conclude with other folks uh, suggesting who they'd want to run for president. Let's suppose Biden doesn't run. Who do you want? Let's suppose Trump doesn't or doesn't get the nomination. We know he's running. Who should we have as our next president? 1-800-795-9565. I'm going to nominate Joe McGranahan. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. (laughs) Sorry. 1-800-795-9565. 1-800-795-9565. I did not know who the uh, state Democrats had nominated for the uh, state House se- Senate state seat. Senate seat. And one of our listeners sent us a clipping from the Citizen's Voice. If I can get this to come up. You have to have a subscription, but you can read the first letters. It says, Democratic Party leaders have selected Patricia Lawton, a speech-language pathologist from Columbia County, as the nominee for Pennsylvania's 27th District. So, so Citizens Voice newspaper, if anybody has a subscription, that is there for you to look at. So it'll be two women, Republicans and Democrats, and a conservative, and a, uh, what was the, the third party candidate? A libertarian is Tom man. Anderson. Yeah, man, okay. Yeah, from Columbia County. Well, his name's kind of familiar because he ran for that uh, seat that Dave Millard was, uh, hope, was vacating. And that special election is January 31st. 31st, yep. Okay. So there you have it. Patricia Lawton of Columbia County, speech-language pathologist, and Linda Schlegel-Culver on State the Republican side, and Libertarian Thomas Anderson. So now we have our candidates. Uh, if you know them, uh, yeah, call in, check in. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll hear from somebody along the well, line. Well, we've invited there. Linda Schlegel-Culver, so hopefully, hopefully she'll check in this week. And uh, we'll reply to Tom Anderson's announcement, and we'll find out who Patricia Lawton is. So what if you think, if NBC had, if NBC's reporting is correct, and it's not necessarily favorable to Biden, which surprises me, if Biden had a choice, Griner or Whelan, from the merchant of death, what should he have done? Let's oh, assume he Whelan, had a choice. Whelan, 100%. I mean, but he didn't because Whelan doesn't check the LGBTQ well, box. True. He doesn't check the he, female box. He wasn't box. wildly popular, <laughs> although Whelan is now with Republicans. <laughs> well, but I mean, we left event, him behind. Um, well, 
We're still working 24-7. Oh, laser, laser, laser focused. focused. Laser focused. <laughs> Thank you. Um, anyway, so, um, yeah, I mean, Brittany Griner definitely did what she did. There's no argument about that. I'm sorry that she broke their laws. A hasty packing can do that when you're going to a third world country. Hasty packing. <laughs> so, well, that's well, her, that's like I didn't inhale. Like Bill Bill Clinton, I didn't inhale. Right. So. Um, I packed hastily. But, you know. Uh, I threw my drugs in there. Shouldn't have done that. Some pretty smart national observers say Whelan's charges are trumped up. So, I think, uh, and regardless, I think that's more of an even swap, regardless of whether he actually did anything or not. So, well, I agree. I mean, it's, it seems to me like an international arms dealer is one thing and a female basketball player is another. Seems like we should have gotten more for the merchant of death. We'll open up the phones tomorrow. We are inviting you to participate. Uh, stew on what Joe just said and send us a note tomorrow and set them straight. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury, WKOK News Time, 10 o'clock. Time for the Dan Patrick Show.